The first reading is from Luke and chapter 8. I'm reading the first 15 verses, and it's a familiar passage, the parable of the sower. After this, Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him, and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary, called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out. Joanna, the wife of Chusa, the manager of Herod's household. Susanna, and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. While a large crowd was gathering and people were coming to Jesus from town after town, he told this parable. A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path. It was trampled on and the birds ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground, and when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up with it and choked the plants. But still other seed fell on good soil. It came up and yielded a crop a hundred times more than was sown. When he said this, he called out, whoever has ears to hear, let them hear. His disciples asked what this parable meant. And he said, the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God has been given to you. But to others, I speak in parables so that Though seeing, they may not see. Though hearing, they may not understand. But this is the meaning of the parable. The seed is the word of God. Those along the path are the ones who hear. And then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rocky ground are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but in the time of testing, they fall away. The seed that fell among thorns stands for those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, and they don't mature. But the seed on good soil stands for those with a noble and a good heart who hear the word, retain it, and by persevering, 
produce a crop. The second reading is from James chapter 2, and just verses 14 to 18, entitled Faith and Deeds. What good is it, my brothers and sisters, if someone claims to have faith but has no deeds? Can such faith save them? Suppose a brother or sister is without clothes and daily food. If one of you says to them, go in peace, keep warm and well fed, but does nothing about their physical needs, what good is it? In the same way, faith by itself, if it is not accompanied by action, is dead. But someone will say, you have faith. I have deeds. Amen. We want revival. Not much of a response. <laughs> Only half of you want revival. My goodness gracious. We want to see an awakening. more want the awakening but unfortunately you have to have the re uh, revival first revival changes the individual and it changes the church awakening is the, re the revived church impacting communities cities and nations so if we want to go, we always want to go. We want to go and we want to change the, we want to change the world. We want to see cities saved and everything else. Well, we need revival in ourselves first. We need to be revived. We need to be ready. And I look at these four soils and as I was preparing, God says well, those are the four stages of our heart, four stages of the church's heart as a, as a, together. So I want to just briefly go, I don't know, George said he's going to go through them in detail, but I just want to go through briefly what God shared with me. See, stage one is where the hard hearts, is, it's like myself, before I was, I had a revelation, I would not accept the word of God, it came down, I, I was in, in the Anglican, I was christened, I was even confirmed in the Anglican church, and I'll never forget the, the vicar said to me, if the bishop was here next year, I think I'd make you wait another year. Because he realized that nothing had gone in. I just saw it as my wine and dine license. That was me. It was a hard soil. I heard the word. Nothing came in. Nothing penetrated. Nothing. So it was no different. And as a church, as you come is the church needs to be soft to receive, hard. And when you go out in the communities, you're going to come across hard soil. The second stage, as you said, you hear the words, you receive them, and you get all fired up and excited.
not change. You go to church Sunday, prayer meetings during the week. And then you go along, and then after a while, it wears off. And you're back to where you were. I can testify to being in that stage personally. I'll never forget the man, Patrick Humberstone, who led me to the Lord. I used to give him abuse in the army. We'd come with his books. And eventually I succumbed, and I read one of his books. And I realized that God was real. But I was never discipled properly. So I never managed to dig into the word and to get to the realization. So I would drift away. As I always said, it's the level of spirit in my body. I had the Holy Spirit and the other spirit from the pubs. And they used to alternate. But God always came and found me. It would be in the middle of, of, a, of a base camp in an operational area. It could be stopping at the petrol station, and stopping at a petrol station, and someone says, I wanted to look. God always found me. But the, the seed never took roots. So I could never maintain strength. And this is going to be crucial when we're going through, when we're looking for revival and awakening, is that people are discipled so that they can come and the word can take root in their heart. I was listening to someone, I'll share this quickly, and he had, I was, he was there with something and he was taken into an open vision. And he saw Jesus before him and then he heard a baby cry behind him. So he turned around and there was a baby lying there crying, had no clothes, dirty. He saw a few of them. He said, Jesus, what's this? And he says he was taken up a level. Then he saw tens of dozens of them. Took up another level and he saw hundreds and thousands. He just saw babies all over, all in the same state. He turned around to Jesus and says, what is this? He says, these are my children who have come to the church and have been abandoned. It was like me. I came in. I was never discipled and taken in deeper. So the word came and left. The third one, I said, what, what is this here with, with the weeds? And he said to me, he said, this is, comes in. We take it. We feed on the word. We let it take root. But we're still in the world. And we still have the worldly desires in our heart. And your life is a constant battle between the two of them. Part of you says, now I want to go to the Lord. And then they come to the world. Oh, now we don't want to go to the world. And this is the conflict that continues. Want to, we want to follow Jesus. But the world cries out for other things and it cries out and it becomes, the world can be very, very attractive 
in bringing us into something to cause destruction. And the two of them cannot be fruitful when they are mixed together. The fourth stage. This is where we receive the word. And we, the word takes priority in your life. Now, I've done a bit of farming in my life. And I understand that you can do it clear and the things will grow. Then after a while, you get weeds. Then you've got to go and cultivate and take out the weeds. And that's the same as what we have to do. Because we're in the world. We're not of the world, but we're in the world. We are exposed to what the world gives us. And you'll be amazed as to how much picks up. You know, it's like you can have a lovely uh, 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 plot where you've got all your, your seeds, your maize. That's what I used to grow. You've got all your maize nicely. It's growing nicely. But over the road, there's someone there. He's got a lot of weeds. And the seeds come and they take place. So you've got to go and you cultivate. And you eventually find that the maize will get to a certain stage where the weeds will come. They, might, they can't really take root because they don't have much light. But the maize is strong enough to withstand it. But us as, as believers, I would recommend anyone, once a year maybe, at least once every, no more than once every two years, to go and have what I call a spiritual clean. Whether you do it yourself or whether you go to someone to help you, to make sure the weeds so that the word stays strong and it grows. I'll just cover them very briefly. But those are the stages that our hearts are going to go through. Those are the stages that the church will go through. I believe this church is closer to stage four than it is to stage one. But we want revival. And I've often heard, we want revival. We want revival. So if you want revival, can I just give you something to do? Go home. Go into your prayer closet or wherever you go for a quiet time. Get a piece of chalk, not a pen, and draw a circle around you. You go home, draw your circle. Get on your knees and pray fervently to God and say, God, will you start your revival in this circle? God is looking for people who are committed. And the two words that God has given me is complete surrender. Complete surrender to Jesus. And to walk in absolute obedience. And one of the three things that you'll find that prevent you from walking in full obedience is procrastination, 
hesitation and, de and debating. We often debate with God. He's looking for absolute obedience for us to move forward. And this is actually a timely message for me because God has been giving me revelation of what he wants to do in 2023. With specific emphasis, because, you know, Gene and I, we traveled to Albania, and after three and a half years, we gained back again in, in February. It's part of a mission that God has called us to take. And what he has taken, this is something there, is these soils, the condition of them, is part of the message that we gain. But the two other things is to walk in absolute obedience to Jesus. We have to crucify the flesh, leave it where it was, and not pick it up again. It's frightening, but it's glorious. This year I have got to the stage where I don't care, I have taken an absolute that I will do what he calls me to do. The problems that, are, that could be there, that's for him to sort out. And that's what we need. If we want to see revival, we want to see communities changed. We have to adopt the attitude that we will follow Jesus no matter what. As the Father says, he's looking for people who will follow him no matter what. For people in complete obedience. It's the message that we take in there, and it's a message there that it's going to be a struggle for them. Because it's a little bit foreign to them, but it's a message that God has given us to take. He said, go. This is a, I can give you a lot of reasons why we shouldn't go, but we're going in obedience. And maybe later when we come back, that I can come and share that word with you. Give it to George. But we're going, and I know some of you know about our ministry there. So if anybody wants to be part of that sowing the seed, when you come into a mission, you, you put into it, you sow seed. So anyone that decides, well, hang on, game, you gain it. I want, I want to be part of it. I can't make it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to support you. I'm gonna, I want to sow into your ministry. That is seed. So whatever harvest comes from that, you have a right to claim some of that harvest. It's like Gene and I spent a year, we planted Catch a Fire Church in London. The harvest from there, we're entitled to that harvest because we planted. The seeds that you plant in the neighborhood, the harvest that comes from there, you're entitled to it. The harvest will come. So just quickly, I don't want to take up too much time because I know George has got stuff that he wants to do today. But if anyone is looking that they feel that God leads them, they want to come and support they want to come and sow into our ministry. Come and see me after. Come and see Gene and I afterwards. We've left some time slips there. But there. But can I just pray for you quickly? Father, we just thank you that you're a God of love, God of mercy, and a God of power. You, you leave no stone unturned seeking the hearts of the people. You will go to the ends of the earth 
He will do whatever it needs. He will come and seek them. And Father, we just thank you for the people here who have turned their hearts to you. And we ask you, Holy Spirit, that you would come in power, that you would come in the Father's love and grace and mercy and cleanse them, remove the weeds, bring healing to bodies, mind, and soul. That you would come and they would know that they are your beloved. Bless them. Bless them, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. I just wanted to share very quickly. God has revealed to me that 2023 is a year of healing. And I thought it was just going to be talking about physical healing because that ties in with the vision that he's given me. But as I was sitting here, the Holy Spirit said to me, he said, it is more than physical healing. It's emotional healing. It's healing of relationships. It's a multifaceted healing. It's a healing of things. So this we need to look for this year. And it's not just going to be simple things. It is going to be miraculous healing that you will know that it is God and nothing man can do that will bring it. It will be relationships that you know are broken, that can never be repaired. God is going to miraculously bring them back together again. There will be healing. Miraculous healing is going to come. I believe that this is the year of miraculous healing so that God may be glorified through his son. That's why it is. So we go out today. We go with the blessings of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go rejoicing that the Father has come, that the Father is sending you, and the Holy Spirit remains within you and powered, powering on, filling you with the love of the Father. Shall we say the grace together? And now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all, now and forever. Amen.